starting off a lot of energy oh hey welcome to another episode of not for nothing with your host tickle nipples and chris <laughs> chris how yeah. you doing uh, i'm fine the best inside jokes are the ones that ha- mean that only make one of the two people laugh i have found uh-huh don't you think yeah totally we should yeah. let our listeners know right off the bat chris is grumpy because he is experiencing some some issues in his life but we don't want, we don't need to get into that what we do need to get into uh our sports unless chris of course you have something you wanted to lead off with i feel like the last couple of weeks i've really led with uh some really off-topic things um mm. do you have anything that you anything off-topic that you you want to talk about Sure. why don't, why don't we keep this off topic because street going here actually yeah, do you have any do you have, have seen any good movies lately <laughs> no, but I'm excited to see a movie coming up. Oh yeah, I, I I would have thought you would have shared uh, my love and appreciation and excitement for this. Is it? But right? I'm I'm not so sure because you haven't sort of even it briefly mentioned two? it ahead of time. Is it Shooter Two? Yeah, no, they're remaking Shooter. No, they're not. Yeah, <laughs> they're not. Please tell me they're not. And Mark Wahlberg's gonna play. The character he played the first time, but it's going to be different, though. Wait, are you? But it's kid- a remake, not not me? a sequel. You're not. You're not being serious. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. Okay, I'm not. Because <laughs> you can't replace <laughs> Levon Helm. He's a fucking stalwart in that. It's movie. true. That's true. He's the best part of the movie, actually. Uh, yeah. If you guys haven't listened to every other podcast of ours, we we constantly <laughs> do not see eye to eye on Chris's favorite movie, and one of the most boring <laughs> movies of all time. Shoot the Mar- <laughs> the Marky Mark. Uh, uh, the Marky Mark. What what would you say? Like uh, classic. Classic. Is it a classic? It's a Marky Mark classic. It's definitely top. It's so good that you like USA made a TV show out of it, Chris. Did they? Yeah. So put that in your pipe and smoke I don't it. even remember what the premise was. Uh, and Ryan Philippi is is the lead ooh, role. I, uh, I do <laughs> love I do love Ryan Philippi. He's great. <laughs> cruel Cruel Intentions is a great movie. Mm-hmm. You don't think so? Cruel int- I, put, uh, I, put cru- I don't know. I put Cruel Intentions up against Shooter any goddamn day. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I don't. Uh, I don't really remember Cruel Intentions. I don't. I don't know if I was that into it as a as a teenager. You know, dude. It's so. It doesn't matter what what age. Eight Reese to, Witherspoon. Eight you know. Yeah. No, no, yeah. Come on. Reese yeah. Witherspoon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sarah Michelle Geller. Hello. Yeah. Sarah Michelle Gale was probably the best part about that movie, I think, maybe. Uh everyone's fucking fantastic in it. It's got a fantastic soundtrack. It's it's yeah. um it's really good. I re- okay. man, it really bums me out. You don't dig it. But hey, you know what? Mm. Different strokes for different folks. Uh what yeah. movie are you excited about? The movie I am excited about, Chris, uh, to finally get back to me, um, is uh the cult classic horror movie, Candyman. Yeah. And Jordan Peele is the man behind it and in, in, uh, in rebooting this franchise. Did you like the original Candyman? Yeah, man. Candyman was awesome. See, I, I can't believe you don't like Candyman. I'm a big Clive Barker fan. I'm a huge Clive Barker fan. He's my favorite that's... horror writer and one of my okay. favorite horror movies. Like any movie that's based on a, a Clive Barker book, I genuinely generally like. But Candyman never did, like it just didn't do it for me. 
The oh, bees. Tony Todd? The bees. That guy's fucking gross. He's gross. Oh, I love that guy. Ugh. Tony Todd. Ugh, Tony underrated. Todd only plays gross Active. dudes, man. He's, yeah, man. He found a niche, man. He, he went with it. Yeah. What's that one about all the people that are doing drugs out on Coney Island? And he like gang rapes the girl from Legend. <laughs> Jared, oh, Jared Leto's in she's it. She's not in that, is she? Yeah, Jennifer well, Connelly. No, he's not in that. Yeah, he's, he's the gang raper. Mm, he's uh, the gang raper. You're thinking about someone else. Maybe not. Maybe it's not him. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Anyway, I'll definitely take Don't out. Don't be sp- my man Tony Todd. Hey, so you know what? You went and saw Mandy with me opening night. I will definitely mm-hmm. go see Candyman with you. As long as every okay. movie we say, see has the word Andy in it. I'm in. <laughs> I mean, Jordan Peele, I, this is sort of like, I think Jordan Peele's like right up his alley. He's kind of taking like these old, like 80s, 90s horror movies and kind of updating them and did remaking you, them. Did and you watch the Twilight Zone? Spin on I them. didn't watch Twilight Zone. Was it good? Uh, no, because I don't think they're, like you can only stream them on something. You can only stream them on CBS. Like no one saw right. it. No yeah, one saw no it. one sees those. Yeah, no. CBS was no, like. I was excited to see those, but. You know, alas, they screw you once again with that stupid streaming service. Uh, but I think, dude, I think Candyman was like one of the few horror films that actually made me like kind of like a little nervous. Like you go to the bathroom, turn out the lights and then, you know, say his name five times or whatever. Like that kind of shit, I think, kind of got in my head a little really? bit. Really? Yeah, man. It did not freak yeah. me out. And then all those, like, those bees like around his face and stuff. Yeah, that kinda, bees that don't scare freaky. me either. I don't know. This is weird. I th- I, I, this I mean, is weird. I've been scared by other things and this is just not one of them. One of them, man. Wow, I feel like this was one of those the few ones that actually kind of put a little, you know, chill in my back. Let's do this. Top three horror movies. Not just like, oh, I'm a fan of them, but like horror movies that made you scared. Uh, Candyman's up there, you're going to say. I guess right? Candyman's up there. I'm not good with these lists because I don't remember everything off the top of my head. Okay. But. You don't um, remember like the, you don't have like the fucking scariest movie I ever saw was. Yeah, I don't know like what that would be. Like I don't Huh. Like I don't kind of list them in my head or like retain them. I'm like, like the ring was the ring does the 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 No, nah, I don't think the ring did anything for me. Really? That scared me. I, I think the movies that scare me the most are the ones I watched alone. Yeah. So like I watched yeah. Blair Witch alone, like on the middle of the day, and I was like fucking freaked out and I felt like I was on drugs because then I was like walking through regular town and everyone's just going about their day and I was like really <laughs> affected by it. So Blair Witch has always been on the like top. It might not even be that scary, but I watched it alone, so it was very scary to me. Uh, I I never watched it until later, and so like months later. So I sort of like kind of I never saw it right away. So and I I was like, I always thought it was kind of stupid anyway in a way. Jesus like man, the premise. Um, actually, I'll tell you what. The, the lately, just as a reference point, like the the new it. The first yeah. it that came out, yeah, you mean that the was second a little freaky, it. actually. The second new it, the first new well, it. The, the first. well, the remake, but the, yeah. the, the they right. made there's a part one, part two. Oh, okay, yeah, one. So minute. part one, yeah, that was scary. Was like that was a little freaky at points. I was like, oh, I was watching that by myself. I even called my wife or texted my wife, and I was like, there's a good thing you're not home because I'm watching it, and I'm actually a little creeped out myself. I wouldn't watch that by myself for sure. I wouldn't watch that by myself. <laughs> That dude's face is so scary. It's really scary. And like the yeah. way he acts and moves in that in that movie, it's it's pretty. Um, I don't like it. It's yeah. Um, I, like but it. I can't. I saw The Exorcist when I was a kid. And yeah, that, that, that freaked me out. Me but I was, but I was a ki- I was just so little like that. Right. 
that yeah. really freaked me out. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. I, I don't know. Like I do Halloween and all those. Like I'm not really sure that those really They're not scary. They're not, I mean they have scary, scary bits. They have like right. the, the jump out things. I mean I've I've <laughs> I've gone to like horror movies alone so i i'm a not that i'm a badass or anything but like i <laughs> i do lo, I, I like the i like the 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 field the the work the genre of horror so yeah i, I appreciate them so like, i feel yeah, like, there's moments where you're like oh and you jump and you're like oh boy yeah. yeah but yeah nothing like really like oh my god i couldn't like sleep at night kind of a thing right. i don't think you know like where i have really terrible bad nightmares or something maybe at this point in time I like watch horror movies just to freak out my wife who hates horror movies. Like I will, I just, the thrill of the horror movie is all in how much it scares her and how much I can then in turn scare her after we watch it. And this could be like stranger things. Like it doesn't have to be that scary. Yeah, 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 totally. Yeah. But then I'll just go like through the house and like turn all the lights off and like hide. I think, me, I think for me, it's, it's more sad. like the uh, like the psychological like scariness of it. It's not like the shock factor, like oh, fuck, yeah, I'm so scared, you yeah. know. But it's sort of like the, you know, like kind of like the Shining or yeah, the Shining scary. Or did you ever see the George C. Scott vehicle, The Changeling? Uh, I don't know if I have or not. It's just about it's it's just about a guy that moves into a house that is a has a ghost in it, and they're he's trying to solve them why this kid is a ghost and why he's bummed out and it's fucking scary as fuck it's so <laughs> scary it's like it's a big old house george c scott really brings it like brings it home it's that movie is and there's never any bloody parts or anything like that right it's just like they do a ouija board scene man it's scary i would recommend yeah that's okay that's up there and i and that yeah. that movie is like from the 70s so it's like it's not like poltergeist where you like thought it was scary and then you go back and watch again and you're like what the fuck this is a disney movie like there's nothing scary about right. <laughs> right 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 but, yeah there's a couple of those like even like the um lately like there's the um oh man what is it called now uh like rosemary's baby didn't like scare i even watched that like and i was like i don't understand why is this supposed to be scary Right. Um, so but there's I, ones that are like kind of in the last like 10 to like 15 years. Maybe there's like, you know, like the strangers. Yeah. I, like, don't watch, not, I don't watch new horror movies. I assume that new horror movies are fucking like, like freaky as fuck. So I just like stay away. Those I, are the ones that are like, oh shit. They're all of a sudden there's like some dude standing out my window, like staring yeah, in. He's wearing a yeah. mask on his face. Like, yeah, that those kind of previews, those previews fucking, I, I <laughs> fuck new horror movies. They're trying to touch a nerve. <laughs> That I don't want to be touched. Like they like, do a good job of that. Yeah, and that's so I just stay yeah. away. I'm not trying to watch snuff films or new horror movies. Like I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want like those previews. <laughs> you know it's coming in the preview, and it's always like a like you said, like you someone looking out the window, or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck mm-hmm. that. All right, let's <laughs> let's get to sports because there are there's plenty scary to talk about in sports, Chris. Uh, and uh, right. and I know that that was the worst segue in the world, but but. but <laughs> <laughs> but I appreciate well, it. Well, I, well, I think one thing that we should ju- let's go right into because this is the, probably the scariest thing, and and doesn't matter. Just like what the last fifteen minutes of conversation. Oh, the XFL? No, 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 no. Don't. Oh, oh, my bad. We could Sorry. do the XFL if you want. <laughs> I don't. No, want, I thought our listeners would appreciate yeah, that joke. Actually, we should, they will. I just it hurts now. Let's I just know. do it. Let's we're there. Let's do it. So. Okay. Last weekend, it was my big. I was I was excited, man. My parent, my my in laws were in town, and they were in mm-hmm. town for a, a while, and then they left, 
and I was like, oh man, I was. G- I had all this like leftover uh, Super Bowl treats that I never got to eat because uh, my wife got sick. So I had like queso. I was like, oh man, I'm gonna have a big XFL day. I got all <laughs> excited, and the Sixers were on. I was like, this afternoon's gonna be me and the XFL. So I made my queso. I got some sour beers, and I was like ready to go. And man, twenty minutes in, I was fucking bored. I was like, this is. I think you and the rest of the uh, rest of the country. No, this shit is boring, man. It sucks. Boring. It's boring. It's dumb. The, here's yeah. here's the takeaways. I, I I did take a couple of notes, and I I had some. There were some interesting takeaways, uh, none of which are worth shit. But we'll, and I'll burn through them quickly. Uh, one thing I noticed, which is impossible not to notice when watching the XFL, they are very. They have some of the best camera producers of all, like live broadcast producers ever, because they have figured mm-hmm. out a way to shoot the XFL from the the lower bowl down. Like they they barely ever show the audience. Like you can, and then when they do like on a field goal situation where they have to like cut away to the full the full stadium, there, mm-hmm. there's no one fucking at these games. There like there there's no one at these games. Yeah. So like when these players like do something exciting and they do the thing where they run into the end zone to like take their snapshot or whatever the fuck it is, like the camera's yeah. running behind them, but like really low. Like you could see like the tops of their heads are getting cut off because <laughs> they don't want to show you. There ain't nobody fucking out there. There's nobody out there. So that's that that takes away from the viewing experience. Okay. Uh, now there were there were two things I noticed uh, while watching. Um, I had two takeaways um, from individuals. Mark Trestman, our favorite coach, the Vipers, the Vipers coach. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, I was watching him. He carries uh his plays on like a, a card that's like the size of a playing card. <laughs> oh, so instead, of, the... instead of the big menu, you know, that yeah. everyone else has, he has them on like a little car like a little laminated like it looks like a like a laminate for a lanyard. Yeah. Like it's that size. Yeah. But he still walks around covering his face with it so he can't read his lips. No one's, he can actually still read no his, one's reading his fucking lips at XFL coaches. You should feel honored that you don't have to fucking deal with that. But you look like an idiot when you're trying to cover your mouth with a little tiny bitty piece of paper. He comes from the uh, Mike Leach school of uh, play, plays. Uh, Leach has to say, he looks, it, literally it's a cocktail napkin, I think. This is so, it's so funny and it's so dumb. Anyway, uh, that That's was... Great. That uh, that's on the stupid side, uh, on the on the uplifting <laughs> side, and I think that there's a chance. I th- I did oh. I found a player that I think is going to be in the NFL next year. Okay, and his name is Donald Parham. He is uh, the, th- he's not the, with that name. He's not he, dude. He's awesome. He's fucking a thousand feet tall. He's a he's the he's the tight end for the Dallas Renegades. He's a he's he's bigger than Gronk. He's six foot eight. 230 he's young he's a 22 so he's still got like some he's got mm-hmm. some ability uh okay. he just played at a tiny college he played at a college called stetson and oh he, yeah and he went mm-hmm. undrafted uh yeah he's cowboy he, school he's he's re, he, this guy should this guy it probably is a cowboy school right like the it's hat. not uh, I, it's not i think it's in like it's in georgia florida. or south carolina it's in or florida. something it's not yeah the, yeah. Uh, yeah. So anyway, I keep your eye on this guy, uh, Parham. He he was like the lone bright spot in any of the fucking XFL I watched, and that includes watching Landry Jones go down. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, it's um I mean for the fourth straight week the ratings are declining. It's it dude, it's bad. It's like I was like, ha, like I can watch anything. And I thought the first week might have just been like, Oh yeah, so you know it's a it's up and down, but like there's some talent out there. It's it's dude, it's really not and the and I watched the I would say that the two best teams are Houston and Dallas. Uh mm-hmm. they're and oof. our DC defenders are, are uh I'm sending, we're off them, I'm sending right? that hat back. <laughs> Yeah, seriously. It doesn't fit right. It doesn't fit right. It's the funniest thing. It's like it's it juxtaposes everything about the XFL. It's it doesn't fit right. It looks right. It looks like a normal hat. It looks like it will it will work just the way all their hats would work, but it doesn't fit right. The bill flips up. Like I'm a like I'm a little kid oh, or a guy hats? that's into it's like I'm a little kid, yeah, or a guy that's into like yeah, bicycle hats or whatever. Like yeah, that, or like or a or like yeah. a you know those like motor dudes. They'll sometimes like turn up the bill of their hat. Like guys that are into like auto bodies. Like it kind of <laughs> yeah, has that vibe to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's too too masculine for me. Anyway, so the I'm, moment I saw that the DC Defenders had a mascot that was a uh, was a larper. Yeah, that's a tough one was, too. Was was like and like and he's all talking like old timey like English Knights of the Round Table talk and stuff. And I was like, all right, yeah, we made a huge mistake. Have you ever been to medieval night medieval medieval night, times? Yeah. Yes. You have? Yes. Is it yes. fun? Uh, only if you're drinking a heavy, heavy amount. Yeah, but aren't you supposed to with your turkey drumsticks or whatever? Yes, I think so, partially. Uh, it, it's, it, it, you know what? Medieval Times is the XFL of like theme restaurants. Or maybe I should say the XFL is the Medieval Times of football. Like it, it's, it's the novelty. You go once, you're really excited about it. And then like halfway through it, you realize that this is really st- Terrible. And You're stupid. like they're fucking dragging this shit out. Yeah. And also, it's yeah. Nerd. And then you go back like one more time just to make sure, and then you're like, <laughs> nope, yeah, I'm right. This is dumb. This is bad. Uh, I'll just drink a lot while I'm watching this, and then I'll never watch it again. It's like that shitty Romanian restaurant in the Lower East Side. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the steakhouse place or whatever. That's like yeah. the uh... Sammy's. Sammy's fucking. Yeah. You like. You're like fuck it. Let's go, and you get fucking blotto on fucking vodka. To the point where you don't remember that you ate a bunch of greasy meat and shit your brains out. And so, like, you kind of, you're like, fuck it. We're going back to Sammy's. I think that was fun. Yeah. And then as soon as you fucking step foot in that place, you're like, oh, this sucks. Oh, yeah. This, this sucks. Is- yeah. <laughs> XFL is the Sammy's. New Romania. <laughs> or, oh, this is a fucking good one. Yeah. Uh, so- Although, so they're, they're doing, the, the thing I like about this, and I, I think the, the point that NFL should somewhat, take this more seriously from that great and, and almost make it maybe make it a more of a developmental league, but almost to the point where for the, for the technology and the rules that they're using uh, and they're trying out. And I think that's the only thing that's viable for this league going forward. So they've got their own gambling app, uh, which, yeah. which they prominently display on screen throughout the game. It's in the, it's in the scoring Chiron, which I think is fucking yeah. crazy. Uh, my crazy, but my wife was like, this is like, it's too like like my wife even felt like it was too like in in your face, uh, <laughs> like just like oh, I guess they really want you to gamble on this game. Uh, it's a it, it I agree though that I think that there is is there a college team that's using the kickoff their new kickoff rule? It seems to work. College, I don't think so colleges. I mean, uh, Some, someone the, is uh, adapting it. One of the conferences is, yeah, maybe, yeah, maybe one of the conferences is someone, trying, is, someone has, yeah, one of the conferences. Maybe it might be like a D two or D three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or maybe yeah. even high school, but someone is adopting it. It seems to be like that rule change is going to work. Mm-hmm. 
I think that mm-hmm. some version of the uh, some version of their of their instant replay rules will probably get mm-hmm. instated. It has to. But They're like, gonna make a huge mistake. But, but why but. can't the NCAA be the testing ground for this shit? Like it doesn't need to. We don't need XFL for this. Because the the NCAA that's a whole separate issue that they're so far gone and fucked up. They're worse than the NFL about red tape and trying to you know yeah, change stuff and true. policies and it's doing true. things that are yeah, better. That's for right. You yeah you are absolutely right. I forgot it's fucking idiots by committee instead of just a singular idiot and a fucking right. players yeah. commission. Okay, you're right. I guess this is the only place it could happen. <laughs> I don't think we're gonna see a lot of the XFL next year. I, that's my prediction. If I was gonna do a money line on the uh, future, we might not see it for the rest of the season here, Chris. Because now they got they got like they just lost to, like the four nationally televised NBA games last weekend. They they were outrated or whatever you want to call it. And then they have the they have the NCAA tournament coming up here in like two weeks, basically. Um, so like, and I know they have people have sort of. I've seen a few articles where the people brought up with it. Not all their games have been on on the on the national broadcast. They've been on the cable, so like FS1 and yeah, like Fox, yeah, yeah. ESP2 and stuff. Yeah. But still, man, you're you're you're. This is a this the slope keeps going downward here, and I don't think it's going to come back up anytime soon. If if what they do though is if they realize what they're what they have here though is the very small sort of niche market kind of product. I think they can kind of keep this going. Then why, don't surviving they fucking, then why don't they move to smaller markets? Like, I don't but, understand. Yeah, why. Move like to smaller markets, move to smaller Pitt, stadiums. Pittsburgh would like, love, they, they might. Pittsburgh you, you would might love to have football right now. Is, is, yeah, right. Something competing with hockey that isn't basketball. Pittsburgh would fucking love that. I'm sure. Especially all of Especially Ohio get them out would. of New York and L.A. At New York, L.A. St. You know, Louis like Houston, doesn't have a team. Dallas keep, is keep, fine. Keep them in St. Louis. I totally agree with you. Like, right. Somewhere maybe like you know uh, the Carolinas or or like uh, you know um, fucking Nebraska, yeah, whatever, and anywhere, yeah, Nebraska, any, yeah, Nebraska, Alabama, no fucking like places like Birmingham, yeah. shit like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. there is a yeah. there is a the the same way the G League worked for you know smaller markets like super mm-hmm. small Albany shit like that. Like why not? Why this is uh, there? It's not like. These cities are are filling these stadiums, you know, like right, right. you would get. I think you could. I think you could churn but, out but seven thousand people 20, in, fucking, in Columbus, st- Ohio. Stadium. Yeah, right. Yeah, just doing yeah, soccer yeah. stadiums. So, anyway, yeah. yeah. Well, the. I mean, it's, I'm sure it's more difficult than that. And also, like the players will go to the live in those places, but coaches and and the rest of them don't want to live in fucking no name places. But who knows? Well, like most of these coaches, one of the problems too with one of these rules is like the is like the the extra point rules where you can you know you can go for one, two, or three. You can't kick. A, I don't think you can kick an extra point, but you have to. It's it's a, you know you have to go into the end zone for or any of those three options. And I I saw uh, a couple you know numbers on that. They're like even though they have the ability to, the guys are still only going for one point, even though you have to. You're not kicking it. Well, that's so instead of going coaches. for the easy one, they're still going. They're, 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 and the odds of getting, you know, are the same no matter how many points you go for, basically. So, but they're still most coaches are still so conservative in yeah. nature that even with these quote unquote new and uh, and idealistic uh, rules, that they're still sort of relying on old school fundamental. Well, there's old school. Uh, it's old coaches. I don't understand why right. these are all old coaches. These are all wash coaches. Like there's right, not a single young coach in the bunch. Names. And I and I so my and my point to that then is that is that they're trying to you know this first year I think they're bringing in names right and they're trying to build it sort of like how Major League Soccer in the states has they got a lot of like aging old you know soccer athletes from Europe and South America and all that kind of stuff so they're going for names in the first year I think to our point continuing this forward they need to strip this back a little bit maybe not have such high expectations maybe not try to hit the moon on with ESPN and CBS or all that kind of stuff and Fox you know and sort of 
Go to smaller markets. Get get younger talent, even on the coaching ranks. I feel like FS1, FS2, those are good places for this sport. Actually. They are good places for them, right? They're, they are right, but not on not on normal Fox, not no, on normal like no. CBS, or not normal maybe ESPN or something like that. No. So I, I think they there's a product there. I think they just need to realize it's it's they can't they can't really shoot from the moon. Maybe if if I think that's what it feels like they were trying to do here. Well, Chris, as long as this league exists, we'll be gambling on it. So last week. <laughs> So it's for the season, we're nine and seven. Last week we hit another three and one. The fucking DC Defenders got in our way again. Mm-hmm. We almost had a fucking perfect week and got the uh, one thing that should be noted. Besides our weekly NBA pick, since the XFL has been has been had gambling lines, I have not won a week of betting like, in anything. <laughs> I'm on a cold streak, dude. The XFL okay. is the cooler. <laughs> It is the <laughs> it makes cool. a lot of sense too. That actually. it's crazy. I can't fucking. I I I I can't gamble to save my life. Um. So are we gonna are we gonna gamble on week five here now? Of then? course we are. Are you ready for this? Good. Yeah. Okay. Let's do it. Let's get some some lines. Okay. So we've got the Seattle Dragons against the Houston Roughnecks. The Houston Roughnecks oh. are looking good. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you want to guess the line on this one, Sal? Uh, <laughs> uh let me think here. I'm thinking like. Houston minus 13. Holy shit. Minus 12 and a half. Oh, damn. Dude, you're getting good. You're getting yeah. good. Uh-huh. Okay. Now. Okay. Uh, and by the way, I'm taking the minus 13. Oh, yeah. Of course, dude. The, right? Although yeah. Seattle's shown some life. Some life. Some life. There's been a little life in Seattle. They're. They're on yeah. the. They're. They're sort of on the come up. They've. They've. They played hard against the. Uh, the Battle Cats or whatever the fuck they're called from St. Louis. <laughs> battle Hawks, Chris. Come on, the Battle Hawks. I also think that Show you're respect. you're you're in uh, betting the under is the fucking safe bet with the XFL. Ooh, People have okay. not realized the under hit okay. on every single game last week. Love uh, Jim Zorn as a as a quarterback uh, for my Seattle Seahawks. Don't love him as a coach. Uh, hate him as a coach. Okay, as an as a head coach, I should say. Moving on, the New York Guardians yes. at the Dallas Renegades, Chris. Mm. Or Sal, what do you, uh, Uncle Chris? Uh, New I'll call York Uncle Chris. is getting eight points, seven and a half. Oh yes, you are so Woo. close. You are oh, fucking point five off of two fucking. This is incredible, folks. What wow. we're witnessing is something spectacular. A person who despises a league in its entirety <laughs> to the point of knowing it so well that he can almost guess the line on the nose. Moving on, uh, to... and you got to go. You got to go. Dallas. Well, Dallas minus seven and a half. That one's actually that was a tough call. I think Landry Jones might be fucked up for reals. Uh, okay. So you might you might be seeing. Okay, it. so if he plays, take the take take Dallas. If not, uh, then uh, if he's injured, then take uh, New York. I like it. Which of the line will probably move anyway, maybe. But uh... I like it. I like it. That's good. Okay. So okay. far, I'm with you. Uh, okay. <laughs> not that you're asking. Uh, we've got. Sunday's game, the Seattle St. Louis Battlehawks. Okay. Against my R DC Defenders. This is mm. the game of the week because yeah. the, the, you'll never guess this line. Oh, uh, uh, man, recency bias. I'm gonna say, uh, wait, where is this game played? In DC. In DC, uh, DC minus three. DC plus three. 
Oh, wow. The Battlehawks, this is a weird, I don't know what it is. The Battlehawks are on the come up for some reason, but they yeah. are the they are the the team with the second worst, I guess, I don't know. So if you do a team future, Roughnecks okay. are the favorite at plus mm-hmm. 175. St. Louis is plus 250. So apparently there's some thinking in Vegas that St. Louis is actually better than their record. Uh, oh, okay. So it's this one to me feels like maybe take the Battlehawks on the road on against a a suspect DC defenders. Yeah, well they're that defense man, man they are not living up to their namesake. Uh, yeah, I, I you know what I can't I can't go back to the well. I've done it two weeks in a row with the defenders. I tried to go back to the well last week with them. They let me down. I, I you got to go Battlehawks. I, I think you're right. I think they're the up and coming team here. They're on a roll and a streak. Maybe. I don't know if they've won more than one game or even if they won last week. But let's go Battlehawks. Okay. And finally, your primetime game. <laughs> if anybody is staying up till 9, 8, 9 p.m. on Sunday <laughs> to watch the Tampa Bay Vikers, Viking, Vipers sorry, Viker, against, Vikers. <laughs> against the Los Angeles Wildcats. Uh, yeah. This is a tough it's a t- it's a tough line. This is, I'll let you Tampa know. Tampa Bay at home? No, they're go- they're on the road all the way across In the country. LA. In LA. Ooh, it's LA LA's minus one and a half. Minus two. Oh. Chris. Wow. You're yeah. so close, dude. Oh, I'm killing it. You were so it close. If you would have just put a plus in front of the fucking Battlehawks or instead yeah, of the defenders, you would have been only off by a grand total of five. I mean, how, here I, I will say this, Chris. Uh your picks have been astute. Uh if it wasn't for the defenders, you'd be four and oh two weeks in a row and we would have hit Two fourteen parlays, which would have been very nice. <laughs> so I'm hoping that this week we've learned lessons. Uh, uh, maybe, maybe. I mean, it's got, Although I'm, I want to go out and limb here. I want to take the I want to take the Vipers in the plus one and a half. It's plus two, but yeah. You, oh, you, I'm sorry. That's yeah. fine. Uh, I, that's I'm fine. I for some reason I just can't get in this LA team. I think they're a joke. McGloin, <laughs> the whole thing is ridiculous. Wait, that's not McGloin. But um, <laughs> it doesn't matter. It's, you can say matter. blank yeah. XFL team. Yeah. It's ridiculous. It's, it's a joke. Oh, who's it stand there in LA? Uh, I think his arm shot. Uh, the coach is a terrible staff there. I don't know what they're doing. Give me the Vipers. All they're right. gonna, yeah, they're going to sink the venom into them. So if you're right on this 14 parlay, that is a plus 1210. So a $10 bet will pay out $130. Nice. Uh, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Fingers you know what? Cr- With that money? Yeah. We're going to be the evil times. And Candyman, the same night. <laughs> oh, we're going to be so scared. Of medi- Is there a medieval times murder or, or horror movie yet? Like where everyone goes, oh, man. everyone this goes, it for us, but Chris. like someone like someone is really murdering fools and the kids yeah. are fucking going nuts. And they're like, wait a minute. He's really dead. And then it's a murderer loose in medieval times. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. People, oh, fi- people have to now, fight their way out. Like they're like yeah. the rocks yeah. there with his family. It's like the ro- saw, but yeah. like medieval times. <laughs> yeah, I like it. <laughs> I like it. Casey Elwig could play the murderer. Or previous role. Or Carrie. Whatever. Whatever. Either one. Isn't that his name? Carrie? Carrie? Eloise? Yeah. What? Come on. You know what I was talking about. I know. I know I did. That's why why I said it. Yeah. All right. Let's get out of XFL if we can. Great. Um, Finally. And jump to the NFL for a couple quick notes before we move on to the NBA and you can all have your day back. Sure. Uh, You seem to be very excited about this. I don't know what is exciting about this whatsoever, but Stephen Dix. Uh, No. Yeah. He has a brother. 
Yeah, Stephon Diggs, wide receiver, Minnesota Vikings. Uh, his brother is in uh, coming out of Alabama this year in the NFL draft, and he's a cornerback. Wow. I just want to see at some point him get drafted by a team where he has to like go up and play against his brother. I think that would be kind of a cool storyline from you know every once in a while, especially if they had to do it like every year. Yeah. Wouldn't that be awesome? I guess. I don't know. Is it? No, uh, he's so, supposed to be really good, so he's the first round so pick. So is, is this the thing where Dion made a funny joke? During the during the combine, oh, about where, the brothers, yeah. Or yeah. somebody goes, has a brother ever covered a brother in the NFL? Yeah. And, yeah. and Dion goes, you mean black guys? <laughs> I think it was serious great. too. It's a great line. It's a great line. Yeah. <laughs> and the guy just kept going, Dion, Dion, yeah. come on, Dion. Come on. I know it was great. I love Dion. Like won me back with that one. Love me some Dion. Yeah. Uh, especially when he goes third person prime to prime when he calls yeah. himself prime. Yeah. That's my favorite. <laughs> yeah. Best Jerry curls in the game. Uh, Ooh, yeah. Now here's a, you asked Except me for a, AC greens. <laughs> well, I meant basketball and baseball. Oh, sure. Right. Okay. Two different sports. Anyway, I had a, next, I have I had a next door neighbor that called AC green, AC hair. <laughs> He's like, Oh, you mean AC hair? And I was like, I don't know what he's talking about, but I guess that's that what he meant. That's not funny. Uh, it was not funny. It's not that funny. Not, yeah. That was uh, terrible. That's a terrible you, you posed a question to me, uh, mm-hmm. and that and this was as I was driving my wife to the airport, which was, mm-hmm. uh, where do I want Jameis to play next year? Jameis Winston. The Jameis Winston. The Jameis Winston. You love you some Jameis Winston. I love me some Jameis Winston. You love Jameis Winston almost as much as Dion loves himself. So where do I want Jameis to play next year? Do you really want me to – do you want to ask me that question for reals? Yeah, so I, I don't think he's probably coming back to Tampa Bay. Right. Well, that's where I want him to play. I want him to okay. play in Tampa Bay. Okay, I have my doubts. So if if I, so, I let's just say for you. the fun of it, because this is such a fun question, Chris. If Jameis doesn't go back to Tampa, where I'm curious where you would want him to go. So there's a weird there's a weird quarterback carousel sort of happening right now, um, mm-hmm. because you've got Teddy Bridgewater also looking for a job, Marcus Mariota also looking for a job. Uh, there's I think there's an abundance of decent quarterbacks, depending on what your definition of decent is. Um, at least name recognition, decent. Yeah, I think Fitzy's gonna end up back in fucking Miami. Like, there's some teams are just staying true with who they have. Uh, I would like to see Jameis Winston in San Diego slash LA. That's if I had my druthers, that's okay. where I, I think that that would be a a fun, high impact offense. I think that he could do at least what fucking what Philip Rivers is doing. Uh, oh, and and maybe they're basically the same quarterback. Maybe breathe. They are a little bit of the same quarterback, but with well, I think Jameis Rivers is, likes to throw a lot of interceptions. Yeah, I agree. So I think like you just move away from Phil Rivers. It's got to happen, but you're not really changing that much. The offense doesn't have to change that much. You still get a, a high powered quarterback. Uh, that's when you ask me the question. That's immediately where my mind went. What about you? Okay. All right. Uh, I'm saying same conference or division. But I want to see him in the silver and black. <laughs> I want a little Gruden action with him. I think that would just be this potential of like craziness, chaos, terribleness, and or awesomeness all at the same time. I think like I just th- lean into this 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 weirdness of like having Gruden as his coach, probably not loving him, but wanting to love him, but already like looking for like another quarterback potentially because he's just not doing what Gruden wants right. him to do. Just piss him off by like week eight. To the point. Yeah, just keep pissing him off like game by game and stuff. But like, but throw, being able to throw it down the field like Gruden likes apparently more so than what 
uh, Derek Carr can provide for Gruden. Well, Derek, Derek Carr would get to go back to his rightful home of uh, New England and be a backup quarterback there because that's the perfect place for him. <laughs> Just riding pine in New England in case touchdown Tom gets fucking injured. Can't you see Derek Carr is like the ultimate backup quarterback? Like, so situ- like, he should be. He's, oh, he's, he's like Matt Schaub. He's yeah. basically Matt Schaub. Yeah, he's like basically Matt Schaub. Yeah. 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 Derek Anderson. Absolutely. Yeah, or yeah, or or like Nick Foles or something, right? Like he's yeah, he's he like, could win you a game. He could win you a game yeah. in a pinch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah. so Chris, my I I think the more important question, and this is this is me. I'm a Hawaiian base. I have a Hawaiian bias. Uh, what I would like to see happen is I would like to see Marcus Mariota end up in Pittsburgh as our backup quarterback. Oh, okay. That's that's what I would like to see. If of of the QB carousel. I think we gotta cut, we gotta cut bait with fucking Duck, and and Mason, just like clean slate those dudes. Mm-hmm. Like sorry, it, like it didn't work out. Like it was mm-hmm. you know like especially with Mason. Isn't his name Mason? Is that Rudolph Randolph? Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean that's just that's a, that image is gonna be emblazoned in people's mind. It's it's a tough it's a tough rap for him, uh, and I was high on the horse, but I I think Mariota like if if it's gonna be Roethlisberger's team, let's have a dude that can fucking you know, a, a serviceable, a serviceable ba- backup when Roethlisberger inevitably gets injured with a collarbone in fucking week three. You know, <laughs> sure, yeah. I, you know, I, I think I think a lot of people, uh, teams maybe, but even fans would would like to see Mariota as their backup. Seattle, I, I think it would be a good backup in Seattle. Actually. Yeah, yeah, I totally yeah. agree. Mm-hmm. I think he's gonna or have the, he's gonna have a fine backup career. To be honest, I with think you. yeah, yeah, I think it'll be all right. I always wanted to see him in the powder blues of of the Chargers. Actually, really, yeah, I thought he would sort of look good in that uniform a little bit. Maybe <laughs> just keep him with powder blue always. Yeah, just keep the he blue just, going he, with him or something. Light the, blue. Then tones he goes there. to the Panthers. It's good with the skin. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right, so we've uh, I, maybe New Orleans. I'd like to see him in New Orleans. Maybe. Or well, so too. that's the interesting thing is like where does Teddy Bridgewater end up? So here's what I. In in my fantasy, here's what happens: mm-hmm. Bra- okay. Brady goes to the pa- Brady goes to the Raiders. Mm-hmm. Bridgewater goes to the Patriots. Okay. The Raiders tank. Brady sucks, and the Patriots continue to win with Teddy <laughs> with a black quarterback and just dispel all any rumors that I like it. That yeah, the yeah. Belichick's racist or cares about color of skin at all because I really don't think he does. I, th- no. I I I used to be like that's fucking odd, but now I think he's just like oh, just the best guy, you know. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good impression, man. I think that's your best impression yet of anybody. Really? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was a good one. Yeah. I, how about like a Bridgewater with Mariota as the backup in New England? Then I love it. No, Bridgewater yeah. with Derek Carr as the backup in New England. <laughs> right, right. That's my dream team. I'm telling you, man. If fucking Brady leaves New England, I'm high on New England. I am okay. all in on yeah. New England. It's not. It's never been about New England. It's never been about Belichick in his sweaters, or whatever the fuck he wears, his snowboard outfits. Like, it's all to me. It's always been about Brady. I fucking hate that guy, and uh, and I would love to see him tank the Raiders. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'd love to see him fail. I would love to. You got to pairing him. And Gruden, that's another like dream come true, basically, right? Right. right. Yeah. And with that, and with the, with the Mark Davis, the owner, the whole thing, and oh man, yeah, that just a circus. That, if just, Brady's gonna go somewhere, I want him to go to the Raiders. Yeah, just a fucking just a circus. Hey, you know, yeah. perfect segue uh, yeah. into the NBA because talk about circuses and the uh, the NBA equivalent of Davis. Uh, you saw that Spike and uh and 
and the Spike said he's not going to go back to any more Knicks games uh, this year. Yeah, because he couldn't use an entrance or some shit. What happened? Apparently, he he always goes in through the employee entrance, and he's been doing it for what twenty, thirty years or whatever. How long he's been going to games? Um, And then finally, apparently, there was something that the security stopped him and said they can't. He can't come in through there. Although he's already already came inside and went through the entrance. So it's not like they stopped him at the door and was like, you can't come through this way anymore. They let they let him inside into the hallway and then was like, uh, no, you can't actually use this entrance anymore. You have to actually leave and go back out. Oh, fuck that. That's weird. Yeah, which he in return was like, no, I'm not because I don't trust you motherfuckers Yeah, because you're not going to let me back in because you've already scanned my ticket yeah. and you can't scan a ticket twice, which I which I get and makes sense, right? And I so I got him on that side of it. And then he was like, "No, nah, I'm I'm going here. I'm going to use the elevator." Like, and we—that's that's the elevator. Like, we've worked in the garden a couple of times ourselves, Chris. Right? Yes. Like, we—that's the same entrance that we always use going in as and well. No right? one's ever stopped us. No one's ever stopped us. And then you go—you go, the elevator's right there. You go up the elevator, then uh, you yeah. go into the garden floor, which is like on the fifth floor of the building. Yes, right. It's not a big deal. It's not a big deal. And then there's like the ramp. There's the there's the car ramp because it, it kind of forms a circle around the garden going Who's down back down the street. You've got, to, you've got to go through metal detectors outside that door, and then you go to the the security desk. And those people at that security desk are like the nicest people ever. Nicest, and they're so, good dudes. So I mean, he, they're good people. So he like, had to have gotten past them, gone up to the elevator, gone out, and got stopped there. That had well, he so he got stopped before the elevator, and then he was like, "No, I'm getting on this elevator." Then he got on the elevator. They tried to hold the elevator, stop him from like closing the elevator so he'd go up. They had basically a standoff, and then finally they relented. Let him. They let him go up the elevator. I think, if I understood this whole right, he got off the elevator into that back hallway, and then they stopped him again, and we're like, "Dude, you got to go back down." That's so fucking weird. That I mean, I. And he's right. This is just they're just harassing him basically yeah. at this point, yeah. and it's got to be on Dolan's. You know, uh, edict here or whatever. It, don't like lost he, it, his it's, it's on mind. his. It's on his Lola, decision. Yeah. Like, why else are all of a sudden now they're just gonna do this out, this out is, of like you know it's three quarters of the way through the season as well. I like d- now all of a sudden there's a VIP entrance that like does anybody? I, I'm curious to like does anybody else use the VIP entrance? I've never. Is, and I didn't know there was one. Right. I didn't I, know I, there was one either. I've never heard of the VIP. I I know that if you walk in the main entrance, this is boring for anyone that's never been to MSG. If you walk in the main entrance. The season ticket holders can use that far left, like it's a, it's like yeah, if right. you stay along the wall and there's yeah. the the merch, you can use that far left elevator uh, escalator bank, but that takes you into like the box seats. But that doesn't feel like a VIP. I mean, Spike, so, would, Spike wouldn't be so up going up that because then you just get mobbed by fans. Right, and then you know, but then it's Spike Lee, and he's like, he's like, he went on a couple of television shows, or at least one, yeah, and you know, it was like, Stephen you know, a. don't fuck with right, Stephen. and yeah. blah 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 blah, and so it's like, I don't know, man, like you know, he's also, I, I don't know what to make of it. This, I, it's really stupid, actually. This whole thing is really freaking stupid. Um, but I get his point for the most part, and like, if you're gonna make these changes, like, and you, you didn't implement them over like the course of like the month or so. Like and you can't be like you know I don't know man this is this is fucking Knicks dude the Knicks can't enough about the Knicks that's the Knicks it. are that's, gonna Knicks that's enough uh you, let's burn through your because you, you've got some good topics here in your little note oh. but let's let's burn let's burn through a couple of them quickly because I we got to get to our our weekly picks okay uh, which we're fucking so good at after we're one so money. one we're week. so money. I don't really feel like we're great at this. Chris, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if we need to talk about Shake Milton on the 76ers here. I know it's your team. All we need he to talk about kind of blew is blew up in the in the last week here because he was playing out of his mind. So if you wanted points, to have the floor and talk about Shake. 39 points, most three pointers in NBA history uh in a row. 
uh, at 14. Uh, he's cemented his name in the history books. Uh, <laughs> uh, I learned that his nickname comes from because his dad's nickname was Milk Milton. Uh, so he's Milkshake Ooh. Milton. Which oh, is I like cool. it. Uh, I w- the game last night was a fucking atrocious. Al, Big Al needs to be fucking put to a goddamn like. A, d- could he ever jump, or is he just can't jump? No, on he, the never he never could. He never could. Yeah, he can't. Dude, that guy is. Gar- that man has had an old man's body in games oh, since like college. Bitch. Anyway, the Sixers get their fucking asses kicked last night, and the yeah, only no bright be no Simmons. The, the I mean, come only, on. I know, but the only bright spot was Shake Milton, and the thing was, is Shake was out playing Tobias Harris, and that to me is the true. Like to me, I'm. I I feel like there is something there's something real about Shake Milton and I and I think that the Sixers though they're a really home heavy team you know they're nine mm-hmm. and twenty three on the road and twenty eight and two at home uh they're they're putting themselves in a in an okay position for the playoffs uh, I okay. think I I think that that Korkmaz I think Shake's coming along I think maybe Glenn Robinson might play all right like I think that in a shortened bench. And a playoff team, you might actually see the Sixers do some damage. I'm not, I'm, I'm not afraid of them, and I think Shake Milton plays a significant role in that. And I'm happy to see him get some love, especially any time a G leaguer gets some love. And it wasn't like he was a traditional G leaguer; he was still in the, a top, you know, two. He wasn't like a free agent. He was, he was drafted, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah he yeah. played 25 so- games last year. It's not like he was no man's land. But when the when Elford when when uh, Elton Milton. Brand didn't do anything. Uh, the season at all to make this team better. Uh, Brett Brown had no choice but to fucking look at the bench and find out who the talent was, and he's done a great job in discovering Shake Milton. It's 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 amazing to me that how they've sort of, you know, since like what two or three years ago when they had like Reddick and uh, Bellinelli, and yeah. like they had a lot of guys who could sort of play that role outside shooter position kind of thing. Yeah. And they've kind of, they've, they've they've just keep dismantling that kind of notion of what that team was, right? And get they're getting like sort of more athletic non-shooter type guys like Shake, like uh, Josh Richardson, uh, who's a decent three-point shooter. But they also drafted like Thibel, and uh, there was another guy in there too a couple of years ago. What was the the other guy? Um, like super athletic wings, but oh, they're like wait, are you t- not not the like, kid that's like too sick to play? Are you is Zaire Smith or are you talking yeah Zaire Smith? Yeah. Right, right. So they they seem to have a they seem to have a profile of guys they really like, and I think everybody and I think including us or at least me was sort of doubting them and making fun of them for for these picks that that are not playing to what they what they should as as role players on a team, right? And even developing those young players. But now, like you know, Tybal's actually a pretty decent shooter with threes. He's getting better. You can see the potential at least there. Shake now is all of a sudden this guy who's actually a really good three point shooter. Just need a few years to develop, maybe. So maybe maybe they kind of know what they're doing, and it might not be. It, it, they sort of have like a long term vision to it, which I still don't necessarily. I think I agree with the plan, but I'm not necessarily hating on it like I used to. At least there's they're getting they're they they've they're not living up to expectation, but I think that they've they've got a better backup point guard. Uh, in Raul Neto than they did in TJ. I think that they've got, they haven't, I mean, you have to remember Josh Richardson and Bede and Simmons were all out last night. I, I would love to get rid of Tobias Harris's contract. I would love Mm -hmm. to get rid of fucking big Al's contract. Sure. Those two signings were, were horrible signings. Like they made me wish they were, they They made me wish I had Colangelo on, on my team. That's $60 million worth of salary right there. Tobias Harris and Al Horford. Like the, you, 
I you could find lesser lesser players, more more role player type guys who who could fit within that team and that structure. Uh, Shane Brown's making a million dollars this year, and it's yeah, safe to yeah, say that he outplayed yeah. Tobias Harris last night. Yeah, Al Horford. I, I somebody needs to I, check the fucking check the birth certificate on that dude. Uh, I don't know if it's the same in Puerto Rico if it, or Dominican Republic. I can't remember which one it is. Uh, as it is in the United States, but fuck, that's just he's suspect, man. I, I mean, I like Horford. He just doesn't. He just doesn't work on this team and that this dynamic. And, and maybe if there's a better team, coach that comes have, in. Last night he didn't have anyone in his way. He got the fucking team he wanted, and he sucked. And I know he's playing against like one of the best teams in the NBA, but he for, for a guy that was an All Star last year. He looked fucking trash. Listen, yeah, listen, he's an all-star, or he was, and and he's he's good, and there's a certain way he plays the game. And I, I think, I don't think anybody will sort of disagree that that was a bad contract. I don't, uh, I don't know if you believe in plus minus. To start the season when they gave it out, but I thought a lot, I think a lot of people, including ourselves, were were sort of hopeful that it would sort of work itself I out. Was, I was incredibly hopeful, but he last night he played 33 minutes, she was two for eight from the field. Uh, he scored eight points. Eight rebounds and fucking was a minus fourteen whenever he was on the court. Yeah, like Mike Scott is a better fit on the floor for sure. He is for what they need to do than than Horford. Kyle does. Quinn is a better fucking fit on the floor. Like I think I said this before. Like Ryan Anderson, like the the whitest power forward who doesn't do anything else except for shoot three pointers, would be a much better fit in that team and that offense as a starting power forward for for that. A Lopez that brother, team. a Lopez brother would be better mm. on this team. A Lopez brother would be better on this team. Yeah, I might have been taking it too far. Okay, I might be taking it too All far. All right, we gotta we gotta. Do you want to go to our picks, or is there any of these other NBA topics that you are hot to talk about that I feel like I've I've. I'll, I'll burn through this one really quick. We okay. don't have to go into this one. But last okay. week I was going to say, like, bet on the Pelicans to make the playoffs, yep. right? They started winning games and stuff. They, they seem to have an easier schedule. They're, uh, sweet. They're the uh, darlings of the The Grizzlies NBA. were kind of going downhill a little bit, losing more games than they were winning. I am reversing that notion now and saying go bet on the Grizzlies because I think they're, like, plus 300 or, like, close to it to make the playoffs. I think they're a better bet. They're plus two twenty five. Okay, plus two twenty five. Uh, and they're and they're to not make the playoffs. They're, they're minus two eighty six, which I think is incredibly ridiculous. Uh, the Pelicans have lost a couple here in a row. They're kind of struggling. Maybe I I'd say it's good value right now. Pelicans to make or Grizzlies to make the playoffs plus two twenty five. Hit that. Okay. I don't know if I love the Grizzlies either. I, um, yeah. I'm. I'm gonna I don't w- love them, but. I want to wait a week. I've got. They're also I've, at least three games up on the next closest uh, opponent, which is Sacramento, who's been, who's won seven of the last ten games. And that feels like the team, man. That suddenly feels like the team that that could sneak in there. In I'm my, just not in confident opinion. that they, they they'll they'll finish all strong. They're, they're, uh, this is like a this might be an aberration. It's hard to it's hard to count up Portland. That's yeah. probably where like the smart money lies. Uh, but yeah, but Dame Dame needs to get back soon and I healthy. Know, I know. And I'm not banking on that either. That's why I'm feeling really, I'm feeling at least somewhat confident in this, in this Grizzlies prediction. All right, cool. Yeah. Uh, let's jump to lines then. Okay. Do you, uh, do you want me to read through them or do you, uh, do yeah, let's read through them. Okay. Cause I, I looked at them earlier, but there's, there's quite a few. I kind of, I'm kind of digging this week. Though. So as the close of the show, Chris and I like to do a little thing. We call each of us pick one thing we feel good about. We parlay it and it seems to win. <laughs> so this week I'll read you the, the teams and the lines. Uh, stew it over for a couple of seconds and we'll hopefully we'll match up on a couple that we like. Okay. Uh, so you've got Indiana at Milwaukee in a, apparently is a rivalry. I don't know, but according to people in the Midwest, it is, 
Uh, yeah, sure. I've never known it as a rivalry. They've got nothing else, so they they just they're manufacturing uh, this rivalry. The Pacers are a fucking monster. Stay away, but the Bucks are only getting eleven. Um, so that are giving eleven yep. at yep. home, which feels like a good bet. Uh, the Sox is coming off a crushing loss. Uh, are giving four points to the Cleveland on the road yeah. on this, but that's the second night of a back to back. Okay, so you still got, it's Cleveland. It's easy money, man. We bet we bet the Boston we bet Boston on the second night of a back to back, and they won by twenty two points last week. Like there you go. This is definitely my pick. Uh, okay, the Celtics are just fun to watch. I like Marcus it was a strong Marcus, one for me. Marcus Smart's a fired fiery dude. Yep. Uh, yep. You've got OKC at Detroit. Uh, mm-hmm. Detroit is a gets eight and a half, but they're without Derrick Rose. Mm-hmm. Uh, Orlando Magic at the Miami Heat in the Battle of Florida. <laughs> Florida, or, or Florida. Uh, yeah, Pipple will be there. Florida will be whoever there. wins this game, like wins the rights to Luke, Florida. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> wins the rights to Florida's second album. Uh, the Heat are getting, are giving seven points. Sorry, uh, the Jazz at the aforementioned Heat, or sorry, Heat uh, Knicks. Knicks. Knicks are getting eight points at home. Okay. Fucking that feels like a stay away too. Yeah. Uh, your Memphis Grizzlies. At Brooklyn, mm-hmm. Brooklyn is getting a favorable two points. I think that's just because they're at home. But again, on the second night of a back-to-back, I don't understand this. So, explain this line to me. And does home court mean this much? Besides this, in the case of the Sixers, the Celtics are are only get they're only getting four points in Cleveland on the second night of a back-to-back in which they lost to the Nets, who are playing and and are getting two points at home against the Grizzlies. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's a that's a, that's confusing to it's me. It's weird. Uh, yeah, I'd stay away from that. I'd, I'd stay away from that Grizzly Nets game. So you've got the Bulls uh, going to the Timberwolves. They're getting two points. Uh, the Pelicans. This one's a, this one is a the game of the night for sure. Pelicans <laughs> at Mavericks. Is is Larry Bird still hurt? Is he playing? If you the, uh, the next. Uh, that's a good question. I don't know. Uh, okay, I'm well, staying away from this one too. Though. Yeah, then you should. Uh, the Mavericks are are giving six points at home. And finally, the Wizards at Trailblazers. Wizards plus eight. I love betting on the Wizards. Mm-hmm. I do too. This would be my second choice. I love oh. the Wizards. Don't matter. Don't care if they're at home or away. Nope. And Bradley Beal's playing out of his goddamn mind. Right. And Blazers don't have Lillard, right? The Wizards can make the playoffs, and the Blazers do not have Lillard, as far as I so, know. Yeah. As if so, if if the Blazers don't have Lillard, I, I think that's amazing that the Wizards are getting plus eight points. Well, McCollum had a big night last night. That might have something to do with it. I sure. Okay. But I like that one. I think eight points is strong. That's a, I think that's a lot of points not to take there. So I like that one a lot. I like OKC plus or minus eight and a half with Detroit. I think Detroit is terrible. Uh, I think they've they've lost two of their last ten games because they traded or cut everybody from their team. So I think that's an easy one there for OKC. You know, is still a good team, even though I don't like them. And then Boston uh, minus four against Cleveland. I think those are my three strongest and my three favorite. I think I would probably I, just because I'm, I'm I know this isn't usually a factor, but I feel like in this case it might be. You've got DC playing. Um, DC's playing at a weird time zone for them. They're playing mm-hmm. like a 10 p.m. game. Sure. Which if if you believe in like travel and all that shit, that's a long way to fucking that's a that's a late for a long way to go like that. There is a real home court advantage there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, Dame's out. Um, I like the Thunder pick. That's probably I, I like. I think that that feels like a good. All right, eight so and let's a half take Celtics a and Thunder. Let's do it, Celtics and all Thunder. Right. We're gonna take yeah. two road favorites. <laughs> Smart money, y'all. <laughs> <laughs>
Why book not it. live a little? Let's see what happens here. We've been so good lately, you know. Let's book uh, it. Book it. You know, book, book it. it. Book uh, it. All right, Chris. I think it's time for us to go watch right, Candyman at a, a time. <laughs> I'll meet you there. Peace. <laughs>